When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the On the Pony Express podcast. Part of the On3 network. Check out all the SMU coverage you need at ontheponyexpress.com. Now, now. here's your host, Billy Embody. Billy Embody. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. I'm Billy Embody. Thanks for listening. It is Thursday, the eve of game day between SMU and Temple in Philadelphia at 6 p.m. Central on ESPN2 come Friday night. Um, SMU coming off of a dominating defensive performance at East Carolina. The Mustangs now looking to get one step closer to bowl eligibility and facing a Temple team that has given up over 40 points each of their last uh, four games. This is a program that is down at two and five overall. It is in a bad place. And looking at this Temple team, there's a question as to whether EJ Warner, their quarterback, who's actually pretty good, is going to be able to start. He's going through concussion protocol. Quincy Patterson is more of a run first option who's gotten that time in the game for Temple since then. Um, and look, he's he's been able to contribute on that front. But uh, this is a Temple offense that, uh, you know, kind of got going a little bit early on against North Texas. But make no mistake about it, they ended up getting blown out against the mean green. And um, when it comes to just any sort of momentum, they don't have it. Uh, they have lost four straight. Uh, they have lost to Miami. Uh, future ACC uh, member with SMU, 41-7. And then they went at Tulsa and lost 48-26. They hosted UTSA and lost 49-34. And then they were down in Denton uh, last weekend and lost 45-14. And let me tell you guys, that UNT defense is poor. They're not that good. And so for them to uh, be held to 14 points just shows that one, I think shutout is is potentially on the table for SMU uh, against Temple this weekend, and um, or this weekend. Well, I guess it is the weekend, Friday. Um, SMU is favored by eighteen and a half. Uh, the last I last I checked, now up to twenty one points uh, as I'm looking at it this morning, and the over under set at fifty five points. For me, uh, I, I like to see a, a show of strength by SMU's offense. I'm expecting a show of strength. By SMU's defense, I don't think this Temple offense really provides too much in terms of, of a threat, um, especially if E.J. Warner can't go. Um, Quincy Patterson going into this game, 14 of 34. That's 41%, 137 yards, no touchdowns, three interceptions. Um, poor guy just doesn't have much help out there. But the run game does have two contributors at the top, and Joquez Smith and uh, Darvin Hubbard both average each uh, at least four and a half yards a carry uh, with Smith leading the way at 4.8. But still, not 
anything to really write home about offensively. So for SMU's defense, it's kind of one of those things where last week against East Carolina, you faced uh, two quarterbacks that throughout the season have not done much of anything uh, to to feel good about in terms of the passing game. The run game was kind of the threat there going into last week. Well, if EJ Warner plays, uh, he's completed 56% of his passes. Uh, he's thrown for 1,700 plus yards. He is thrown for 12 touchdowns, five interceptions. So nothing perfect by any means, but they also haven't played this um, cupcake schedule. I mean, they've uh, had to face a Miami team. They've um, you know gotten beaten up by uh, a Big Ten team in Rutgers. Uh, they've they've faced UTSA. They've faced um, even North Texas. Um, you know this is this is not something where they face kind of the bottom feeders of um, you know the the conference so far. In a way, they've actually faced some decent opponents, and they faced two Power Five programs, kind of like SMU. Um, so for 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 SMU this weekend. I think the biggest thing for me is finding a way to bounce back offensively. I the the performance at East Carolina started off really really well and I think it wasn't as bad in the passing game as we really it, live in the moment and even kind of the aftermath you thought, but it's just so inconsistent that it's really concerning. And maybe we see Preston Stone take the next step this week because the end of the game, he checked it down to LJ Johnson. I know we kind of hone in on one moment there, but it was a big deal. And it was a big deal to Rhett Lashley, too, to see him do that. That's why he got so excited. Casey Woods talking with the media this week. Uh, we really, I, I asked him uh, about that completion and kind of was that a growing moment for Preston Stone? He said, yeah, that's what we're talking about when it comes to working within the full, you know, offensive scheme. And so for them to do that, big, big deal. Um, and and kind of maybe get it going in the right direction in terms of the overall passing game. We'll see. Again, Temple, a poor, poor defense. Uh, they are not playing well. Uh, they're ranked in the hundreds ac across pretty much every category. Uh, and so you've you've got to be feeling good about SMU's chances to really put this one in in like a you know forty five ten type range. I mean, the over under being set uh, at that mark is a pretty fair. Uh, number because SMU could have the opportunity or has the opportunity to go in and quite frankly dominate this team um, at home or well on the road and and they can really take it to them I, I have very little doubt about that uh, that's just how I feel uh, going into this one um, so I, I feel like SMU will take it 45 10 get into a little bit more of the breakdown uh, going into this one but first Guys, I got to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Uh, Game Time is one of the top, uh, you know, uh, ticketing apps in the country. But more importantly, it's the fastest growing ticketing app for a reason. And let's jump on this because, look, it's going to be rainy in Philadelphia on Friday for SMU Temple. But the ALCS is going on between the Astros and Rangers. Well, this is a perfect time to use promo code PONY and get $20 off your first purchase. Create an account, download the Game Time app, and be able to avoid that frustrating ticket buying experience that um, most people run into. I mean, I've had moments where you kind of get like when I've gone to baseball games in the in the past, you kind of get maybe a, an obstructed view or something like that. 
game time, you've got the opportunity to see it from the seat. So boom, there we are. That's your view right there um, in the upper decks and in, in right field, um, you know, over there at Globe Life Field. And so you can get two tickets, get in the building, $87 each right now on game time. But the cool thing about it is get the zone deals. You know, they're, that's where they're really offering 20% off already. Wow, that's, uh, you know, the um, the situation where you get the zone, but the exact seats are hidden. Um, and then you can jump in there uh, and and get them for a reasonable deal. I mean, 20% off uh, this this zone um, on the third base line uh, for, for um, I guess, uh, Thursday night's game is a really, really good deal. And so as I look through the Game Time app, you can look for concerts. You can look for uh, playoff games, as we're seeing here. The Stars are getting uh, back in the full swing of things with their regular season. And that's why I love game time. Uh, very versatile, quick to use. Um, and, you know, the best part about it is it's truly built to help you save money on tickets. And their game time guarantee means you'll always find the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use promo code PONY for $20 off your first order. That's right, just $20 off your for first order by using promo code PONY. Terms apply. Again, create that account, redeem the code PONY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Appreciate game time and their support of the On the Pony Express podcast. This SMU team is on the verge of getting one win away from bowl eligibility. And I think the thing that I feel best about this team when I look at them week in, week out, and how they're handling things on the practice field is they just get after it. And I, I think as the season has come along, We've seen more and more commitment to focusing on the little things in practice and whether it's the receivers needing to continue to be more competitive in those situations where they've got chances to make plays on the ball, whether it's the offensive line responding after the East Carolina game and being more physical in practice. Um, there are just little moments where I think the veteran leadership of this team and the mentality and makeup of it allows them to get the most out of practice. And it's really hard to do in the season. And that's why I think this offense has a chance to still put things together. It's not over with. It's not done with. This isn't, you know, completely, um, you know, sinkers, you know, sinking and, and, and there's no lifeboats. They have talent. They have the opportunity to put it together. And that's because of the group they've assembled. Now, will they? They've got to continue to show that. But there's no arguably better team to build confidence against than Temple. That's just how bad they've been defensively throughout the, the entire season. So I'm really intrigued to see how SMU puts this together um, on the field this Friday. And the offense, I think you're kind of seeing some of this, um, you know, come together uh, with with the coaching staff identifying 
the issues and are starting to go from where we were when it came to the early goings of this team schedule and now turn it to, well, there are things in the passing game that aren't perfect. There are things that need to be corrected and it's because you can see it. And, you know, early in the season, it's kind of like last year with the run game. They had issues running the football. They had some production against low level teams, but we also saw some issues then you get into league play and they kind of chipped away at figuring out how to cover up some of those issues. Tyler Levine emerged. Now that you're halfway through this season, going into game seven, how can you address and tweak those issues in the passing game to make things right and make them go in the right direction? That's the most important thing that SMU has to figure out offensively if they're going to make this thing click and kind of have a worry-free potential to go down the stretch. That's what's important when it comes to what SMU is putting together offensively and how they find out who their guys are from a receiver standpoint is really hard because they're rotating so many. They haven't seen somebody step up and truly emerge. I think you can argue that in the slot with Jake Bailey and Roger Daniels. You have your two guys. That's very clear. But on the outside, Maybe it is Keyshawn Smith. Maybe it is Jordan Curley. They're finally going to turn the corner and become these reliable receivers when it comes to making big plays. All of that said, the entire passing game could benefit from Preston Stone taking some of the easier throws that are in this offense, a check down, a swing route. All of those things could help because right now this offense is predicated on going deep, kind of, Throwing up a prayer, uh, which is very natural when you're in a shot-taking offense and you hope that you have built yourself in on the right side of the odds because your receivers can go get it, they can draw pass interference, your quarterback can put it in the right spot, et cetera, all those things. When you don't have the consistency of that built, that's where the questions can emerge and it is kind of a, well, we'll see how it goes. That's why hitting those intermediate passes, hitting the checkdowns, hitting some of those screens and getting guys going in the in that short passing game is so important because it can allow then defensive backs to maybe have to creep up a little bit more. They don't have to play so far off because they know that a deep shot is coming from somebody on the outside in particular. So SMU's offense, this passing game, I don't think it's as as bad as people want to make it out because Preston Stone has been fairly efficient. But, and it, and it also hasn't seen a, a backbreaking turnover, but it also hasn't been this, like, it doesn't strike fear into anyone right now. And to get that out of some of these receivers to be more competitive, going up for balls, to get Preston to take the right read to make that right decision. Cause I think Preston's going through his reads. I think he's just not ready to just drop it off or take some of the throws that are clearly there. He's looking for the home run. He's looking for the big play. And I, I think as they can get him to maybe be reined in a little bit more, that would be a huge, huge difference for this offense and what they can do. Defensively, SMU is is really riding high. But before we kind of get to them on offense, um, SMU is is looking pretty pretty good in terms of health. 
uh, going into this one. Um, nobody really banged up too much. Um, LJ Johnson got back into action against East Carolina. He seems like he's good to go. Kamar Wheaton is going to be a game-time decision again uh, for SMU, but uh, they have that ability to uh, sit him, quite honestly, and <clears throat> continue to get him healthy for the back half of the season. And, you know, he did a little bit more during practice this week. Defensively, SMU's coming off of a performance where they had 11 drives of – 11 of the 15 drives ended in three plays or less for East Carolina, which is a truly impressive performance. It just goes to show, you know, and I'm kind of, in a way, dealing with the flip side of this um, as I cover LSU, is LSU's offense is so good, the defense is so bad, are they going to – and with two losses under their belt, one being in league play – are they going to end up having wasted this Heisman Trophy-like season that Jaden Daniels is having? On the flip side, SMU. They've got this defense that is now top 20 in total yardage. They're one of the best, very clearly in the AAC. I think they're ranked above Tulane uh, in terms of those those yardage. I, I think they're the top ranked. I'll look right now and see. Um, but I think they're the, the top ranked defense in terms of total yardage uh, in the league. And for SMU, that's that's the key to, yes, they're 19th in total yardage. Uh, that is tops in the AAC. Uh, that puts them uh, nine spots above Tulane. And, uh, and funny enough, 12 spots uh, or thir 13 spots above East Carolina. So for SMU, this offense has to put it together because its defense is putting together a championship type season. And what, I mean, even you date it back to Sonny Dykes, what have all the AAC champions had in common? They've been one in the league in defense, pretty much. I think maybe some have been number two. That's been critical. And they've been able to win the turnover battle. And so for SMU, they're starting to get a little momentum, forcing turnovers. They're number one in the AAC in total defense right now. That's what you like to see overall um, from from SMU. I mean, that was kind of the the um, expectation. And by the way, in terms of yards per play, SMU giving up 4.49 yards per play, Tulane at 502 yards per play. So even then, SMU sitting in a really good spot uh, from that standpoint. I believe that would put uh, SMU, it looks like just kind of judging, they don't update the rankings, but uh, it looks pretty close to about where they are in total defense. So all those things matching up for SMU. Um, and defensively, we'll see if Kobe Wilson plays. He got nicked up um, in in that game against East Carolina. This is his homecoming game. He'd obviously love to be out there, but we'll kind of see. Um, he's battling a hamstring right now, I believe, is what Rhett Lashley said. And then uh, Brian Massey, the safety who has now been overtaken by Isaiah Wachobia as a starter, is uh, looking very questionable. He's got a uh, shoulder injury. So they were working both of those guys out on the sidelines during practice while we were in there this week. And I think against Temple, I mean, the goal would be to rest both those guys if you can. I think both will travel and both will see kind of what happens. Uh, but for SMU's defense, they're playing at just such an elite level. You know, the defensive line has has been able to put together some, some sacks. It uh, obviously started off in a big way against Louisiana Tech, I think it was, what was it, eight? Um, but it, it hasn't 
always resulted in a ton of sacks week in, week out. What they have been able to do is get tons of pressure. And I think that was critical against East Carolina. They really made both those quarterbacks uncomfortable for the most part in the passing game. Uh, the secondary was able to, for the most part, control uh, the passing game and not really allow a ton of big plays. Uh, East Carolina had a couple, but um, those were, for the most part, all when plays broke down. And I think if unless EJ Warner is is back there, you're going to see more of the same this week. This is a defense that has it its stuff together. Uh, Charles Woods is coming off a really strong performance. Um, Chris Meganson continues to get better, I think, uh, at the corner spot, and then the safety spot is really starting to show its physicality and range with Jonathan McGill and Isaiah Wakobia and CJ Sanders has been. Uh, solid. There, there's some angle things with tackles that they had to that they have to clean up from East Carolina. Maybe it was just coming off the bye. You hadn't seen live action in a minute, but um, overall, they've got to uh, continue to uh, get better on that front of things because uh, this is a an SMU team that um, has so much talent right now. Defensively, is playing with a lot of confidence, and uh, everywhere you look right now, for the most part, they're in good shape. Brandon Crosley though continues to be out. Um, we'll see. I guess it'll be it's a week by week thing is what Rhett Lashley kind of said. Um, but uh, C.J. Sanders has really emerged there. Um, and with Brian Massey out, maybe that means somebody else gets gets a shot. And I know Kyron Chambers was not dressed out for, I believe, the last home game. So that'll be something to watch, too. Maybe he is healthy. Maybe he is ready to go. But, um, you know, SMU's defense is just playing at an elite clip right now. And uh, that's why I'm so confident in this team. You know, it's kind of weird to say that, but when you have a defense that is playing at that level, uh, it's it's hard not to uh, not to feel confident in what they're doing overall. And um, when when I feel my most confident, it's when I'm looking good, uh, too. You know, you feel like you got a good polo on. You got you got, you know, your jeans and boots on now. It's cooling down. Well, uh, let's go to our friends Red and West and they can help you uh, feel good down the stretch this season. They've entered the mix with SMU apparel and gear. They've started off with two sets of polos. We've talked to you about them before. But now they're bringing you guys a promo code ACC ready. Uh, that's the promo code uh, to get you guys all geared up for SMU's entrance into the ACC. Um, and they are offering 10% off with that code ACC ready. Uh, on the website. And when we brought you guys Red and West, uh, they said, look, we're already appropriately priced, but the response has been so good that they want people to jump on there even more and buy the polos. And that's where I've been able to you know, really enjoy working with these guys too, is, is, Hey, this is going so well, let's, let's add in this promo code and let's send it to the moon. So you can get the Western classic polo, uh, which is, again, these are plays off of those classic um, coaches polos from back in the day, but they made them breathable, which for me is clutch. That's where I have to have it. Um, and so you got the SMU one with the white uh, type on it, or you can go red with the Mustang there. Either way, they look good um, and they breathe well, which is key on, on top of that. So use the promo code ACC Ready to get 10% off your order with Red and West. Go to redandwest.com to check them out, shop their whole line. They're going to be adding more to the mix uh, here very soon. So we appreciate them jumping in with us and um, 
partnering with us on the podcast. We've had a great response. Uh, I actually saw uh, one of the SMU uh, big supporters on the sideline at East Carolina. He was rocking the Red and West. So cool to see them expanding into Mustang territory. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. As far as keys to the game, it's going to be, once again, kind of a little repetitive, but uh, starting fast offensively, which SMU did not necessarily do against East Carolina, is going to be key. And I, I think we're entering the time where we can now plug in another piece to the keys to the game. And having a clean game on special teams would be just so welcomed from a overall confidence standpoint. And Rhett Lashley didn't really, you know, cut any corners here. He said there were probably going to be some changes this week on on the return unit because between Brian Massey, Keyshawn Smith last week, it just was not good. Was not good at all. So they're going to try some different things, it sounds like. And they finally said, if it doesn't work, we're just going to start fair catching it, which gives you the ball at the 25. So I don't blame them at all. Um, but I will say, punting unit, punting nine times against East Carolina, they didn't get one block uh, outside of, I think, one bad punt by uh, Ryan Bichewski. He did a good job uh, on that front, too. So, um, SMU, a clean special teams game would go a long way. The easiest way to kind of let a team off the mat is give up a backbreaking special teams type of play. And so, um, being able to hold Temple to nada in special teams and, and have a clean game would be a a big key for me going into this one, especially off of a East Carolina game where it was kind of hit or miss. There was some good, there was some bad with special teams. Um, and I think getting pressure on Quincy Patterson, if he's the quarterback, getting pressure on um, EJ Warner is a little bit different because he gets the ball out so quickly. And if Warner is the quarterback, you're going to have to be in your rush lanes. You want to get hands up. That ball's coming out quick. So it's that, that would be the goal. Get pressure on the son of the Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner uh, and get after him a little bit, but also keep in mind, he's going to get rid of the ball quickly. So there are opportunities to bat balls down and all those things. Um, So offensively, I think in closing my final key to the game for them is I'd like to see the run game established. And I I think if it isn't going well early, I'm just give it to Tyler Levine. Let's see what he can do. He didn't get an opportunity last week um, when things weren't going well. And I know, Rhett Lashley made a good point. Casey Woods made a good point. When you're going three and out, three and out, it's hard to just kind of turn over and say, all right, we're just going to throw in Tyler Levine because if it's not going well and he doesn't get anything, well, then you just kind of ran Tyler Levine once or twice, which, you know, I, I think Tyler Levine could get it done. They are trying to get Jalen Knighton and LJ Johnson kind of into a rhythm. Um, so that was key, but I'd like to see the run game really bounce back. I think that would help press the stone a lot. And on the road, if you're SMU, you want to run the football down their throat, get out of there. It's The weather might not be good and get out of there with a win. So uh, for me, I'm going SMU 45, Temple 10, and uh, we'll see uh, if that holds true. That would be a very comfortable c- cover 
uh, for another game in a row um, or a second game in a row, and they would be able to, uh, that would be a push on the total points. Um, but uh, SMU does have the ability to score that many points. They have the ability to hold Temple to 10. I think if anything, if Quincy Patterson's a quarterback, I think that Temple 10 points is a late score maybe. Um, this is a team that SMU should thoroughly um, control start to finish on Friday night. Before we jump into a little bit of recruiting talk uh, to cap this podcast, I got to tell you guys about our friends at Big Game USA. Look, it is that time of year where the holidays are coming up. You're trying to find a easy Christmas gift or holiday gift or whatever uh, for your friends, for your family. Well, that's why you've got to go with the official game ball of SMU, and that is at Big Game USA. They're made right in Addison uh, locally. Preston Stone, Kevin Jennings, uh, they helped design this year's ball. It's got the Triple D logo on it. Um, and you can get, uh, with promo code BE on three, 10% off your order, plus you get free shipping. It's a great deal. It is the authentic, real thing. And Guys, we've got it right here. This is actually, I think they've tweaked it a little bit uh, since this came out. Um, that just shows you. I mean, this is the actual thing that SMU is working with. Um, they've got these, and they ordered, uh, I was there this week, they ordered a fresh round of balls. They made a couple tweaks to them, so you can get the updated one, too. So really, really cool uh, to get the official game ball of SMU in time for homecoming week. Maybe if you get the order in today and throw it around the boulevard or get it signed by your players. It could be a keepsake, whatever. 10% off your order, promo code BE on three. That's the number three uh, for 10% off your order plus free shipping. So shout out to Big Game USA. They've been an awesome partner for us here at On the Pony Express. Working on some cool things with them uh, down the stretch here too, trying to get uh, some planning done. So check them out, biggameusa.com. Uh, Recruiting-wise, SMU is uh, still on the hunt for some players in the class of 2024, uh, but they've been active as of late, uh, sending out uh, some new offers. Uh, and I wanted to kind of run down some of those for you guys, um, as the Mustangs did offer uh, a top-five prospect in the class of 2026, a guy I'm really familiar with uh, as well, um, in Jakeem Stewart out of Louisiana he is the number two overall prospect in the country. He's out of St. Aug High School in the New Orleans area. And he is uh, just quite frankly, one of the most mature kids uh, I've talked to at his age. He's a number one defensive lineman in the country. Uh, he's visited Alabama, LSU, Texas a bunch. He's been to Georgia. Georgia's a team that is being talked about a lot with him. Um, but uh, there is some scoop at OnThePonyExpress.com. Just subscribe for a dollar for your first month. Try us out with your team and recruiting scoop, uh, all taken care of by us at OnThePonyExpress.com. You read up on uh, what uh, Jakeem has going on. That article will drop Friday morning um, with Jakeem and kind of what's next for him in his recruitment. But uh, a, a top five overall prospect in the country for the class of 2026, he would be right up there in the top 10, 10 20 prospects, I would say very safely start to finish of this class. Um, and he has uh, been on the radar since he was a seventh grader. Uh, he's uh, always been a hard worker. He's really dominant there at St. Aug. And uh, SMU wasn't done. They they were smart with this one. And they did go after East Mississippi 
community college defensive tackle Sean Washington. Uh, he was a former Georgia signee in the class of 2022. He uh, was on one of their national championship teams. Uh, he played in a game and then transferred to EMCC of uh, Netflix fame. And uh, he's reeled in a few offers, LSU, uh, Nichols. Um, I, I think I saw Western Kentucky, but really LSU, SMU, um, Alabama, those are some of the schools that are really making early moves with him, as well as uh, former SMU defense line coach and letterman Randall Joyner at Ole Miss. Um, and Sean does have an ex existing relationship with Calvin Thibodeau, who was at Oklahoma when he was being recruited as one of the top defensive linemen in the country coming out of high school in the New Orleans area. So, again, there's already an article up at OnThePonyExpress.com with scoop on where things stand with him, including when he's going to visit SMU. So check that out. Um, again, just a dollar for your first month to try OnThePonyExpress.com, a part of the On3 network. And so SMU is going to need defensive tackles in this class, whether it's transfer portal, whether it's JUCO, whatever. They need to go get them. They're going to lose Jordan Miller. They're going to lose Devere Levelston, Elijah Chapman. They have to address this position. So I love that Calvin Thibodeau is going out and offering guys, trying to get in the mix. And he went after one where he's already got a pre-existing relationship too, which is good. SMU did offer one of the top junior college safeties in the country as well out of Trinity Valley uh, in Isaiah Crosby. Uh, he's a guy that uh, has been to campus before and he's been on the radar for a minute. And again, the safety position, I think, is one where SMU will, for the most part, always want to address. Um, Jonathan McGill is obviously playing well, but he does have another year of eligibility in all likelihood uh, for the Mustangs. But you do lose Brandon Crosley. Who knows what happens with Brian Massey? He's got another year, but will he try his hand elsewhere now that Isaiah Wachovia has made a move up um, in terms of, you know, just overtaking him as a starter? Um, but beyond that, they just don't have much be behind um, the guys uh, that are coming up in the ranks. So you've got Kyron Chambers, uh, who's going to be a good, good piece in the future, but uh you know, they have they probably have to go out and address this position. He's got 23 tackles on the year. He's got an interception. He's been playing some good football. Um, 17 of his 23 tackles are solo tackles. tackles so that's a good starting point for him to be at. Um, so SMU is among the teams that is now in the mix for him. Um, like you see there, if you're watching on our YouTube channel, UTSA, Louisiana Tech, New Mexico State also involved there. Um, but uh, this is... Uh, a guy that SMU has got to uh, uh, get on board if if uh, they want to, um, you know, continue to address the position. I, I think there's, um, you know, still guys out there that they can kick the tires on. But I feel like between JUCO and Transfer Portal, uh, they need to, um, you know, make a move there and, and think about uh, getting after some of these guys that um, uh, they can uh, bring on board. So, um, guys. Before I go, quick reminder, birddogs.com slash pony. Use the promo code pony to get a free bird dogs hydro flask style water bottle. And it's awesome. I mean, one, uh, that those bottles aren't cheap. They're very much uh, in demand right now. But more importantly, it's starting to cool down. So we've talked to you guys about bird dogs for quite some time now um, about their shorts. But what you need to go out and check out at birddogs.com slash pony are their joggers. And those are the ones that 
are really going to uh, change your life. I'm going out to a high school game. Uh, I'm wearing joggers at this point in the fall. Uh, they keep, obviously, the bugs off your ankles or whatever, wherever I go. Uh, but they're so comfortable. They breathe. Uh, they've got that sweat wicking fabric. And, you know, the thing about the uh, the joggers is you can get them with or without the liner. A lot of it, their shorts are like that, too. Um, but these are just the most comfortable pair of joggers I own. And, you know, I think you get a little bit more bang for your buck uh, going at going with bird, do bird dogs versus some of these other uh, companies out there. So we want you guys to go check out bird dogs, get your free hydro flask style water bottle with promo code pony p-o-n-y on the site or go to birddogs.com slash pony and it'll be automatically added into your cart for you appreciate bird dogs and their support of the podcast uh look guys i i think going down the stretch here of this recruiting class we are now what would be two weeks and a month away from the transfer portal window opening, which is pretty insane. And the big thing here is, is now that we're seeing a lot of these seasons be at a point where you can notice which guys are and aren't playing. This is where SMU and their recruiting staff is starting to lick their chops a little bit. And I think this, this class is going to be uh, another milestone moment for SMU when it comes to recruiting. They have that ability to recruit at an extremely high level, especially in the transfer portal. I don't think that's going to change. And for SMU, they are targeting, are, they are beginning to put together that list. And that list, I think, is going to be very interesting to see how it all comes together because you have so much coming back at certain positions, but also so little at some key positions. And you're getting older at key positions. Wide receiver, you are in a position where after next season, your room is going to be very, very, very thin. So you have to address these positions now to get guys into your system even though you are, as of now, just losing Jordan Curley. Who else could you lose? Maybe that's something that happens. Um, and the same goes for tight end. Yes, you have three young tight ends you feel good about, but there are going to be other guys that maybe depart after this year. Micah Hiltz is done. Nolan Matthews Harris, Cam Allen, they're getting older. Who knows what happens with them, but you've got to address the position. And... Then you have the defensive line, which is certainly in a position where you have to address it. And that's why SMU is so far out ahead on this. A lot of schools are doing this, but I, I feel really good about where SMU stands from a planning um, perspective because they have so many resources devoted to this. And not only can you sit there and see well, X school isn't playing so-and-so, Y school isn't playing him, they're going to enter the portal, they've got a registered year they can use, they've got three left, how does that stack up? All those conversations are ongoing right now for SMU and their staff. So it's really important to notice that. Um, and as some of these guys will declare their intentions, then they can really start to get into the, well, all right, we know as soon as the clock hits midnight, 
we're going to go when we when we're able to get after it. So be I say all that to say be sure to subscribe to OnThePonyExpress.com. It's just a dollar for your first month. Again, we are having on Wednesday, October 25th, our wine tasting on SMU's campus at Armstrong Fieldhouse. Check out the website on theponyexpress.com for more details on that. Bill Armstrong and I are going to record our Walking Strong edition of the podcast live. We'll taste some epic wine. It's going to be incredible. We've gotten a great response. If you're a subscriber to ontheponyexpress.com, sign up. It's complimentary with your On3 subscription. So uh, check it out. Super easy. This is a $100, $150 tasting. You know, most most spots um, get a intimate, fun SMU experience with this. So we're going to have some guests there, too. It's going to be a great time. So check it out on theponyexpress.com for more information on that. I'm going to let you guys go. We'll catch you at the After Stank show. I haven't uh, decided just yet how we're going to do the postgame show. It was kind of quiet uh, last week for East Carolina with that late game. I might just end up taking your questions on the board and recording the podcast um you know the next morning we'll kind of see how it plays out but uh stay tuned we will have it up for you guys no later than saturday morning uh for the full reaction of how smu temple plays out so hope you guys enjoy this podcast we'll catch you next time with another edition of the podcast and uh thanks for listening have a good one it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.